Hello, welcome to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. Ever been tired? Ever been worn out? Ever feel like you can't catch your breath? Ever feel overwhelmed? Ever feel like you can't catch up? Ever been anxious? Ever can't figure something out? Try God. God has a word for us as always. And in Jeremiah 31st chapter, the 24th, the 25th verse he mentions that the people will the people will live in Jerusalem and in the towns of Judah some will be farmers others will be shepherds but those who feel tired and worn out will find new life and energy and they will sleep and then they will wake up refreshed But those who feel tired and worn out will find new energy and new life. And when they sleep, they will wake up and they will be refreshed. This is God telling us that once again, he's got us. He has got us. Life, this flesh gets worn out. These bodies get worn down. They are not meant to last forever. Just like trials and tribulations. They don't last forever. I'm reminded of a song that uh, the chorus goes. I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. And it even it goes to say weeping may endure for night. Um. But uh, but it talks about uh, trouble don't last always, and that's one thing God's telling us: it don't last always. He, we, um, you know, He's got us in trials and tribulations and detours and pitfalls. You know, um, sometimes there's heartache, sometimes there's times of struggle, and the biggest thing is we are to be still. Talking to a friend recently, I used a visual that sometimes in our personal lives, we find ourselves up against a red sea of chaos and we feel that our situations can be like the Egyptian army bearing down on us, seeming like it's going to overwhelm us, seeming like it's going to overtake us, seeming like it's going to swallow us up. But in the midst of our chaos, God steps in and God opens up that red sea of chaos and provides a way out. Very similar to First uh, Corinthians, tenth chapter, thirteenth verse, where it says, "No testing will come to you except that which is common to man. But with that testing, God is faithful and will provide a way out." God tells us over and over and over again, He's got us. Even in moments of anxiety, in Matthew, He tells us, "Come to me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." In another portion of Matthew, He tells us the fact of, "Don't I clothe the lilies?" the lilies of the field and the fowl of the air. Um, won't I do so much more for you, my children who are human? You know, God knows that we've sinned. He saw us sinning. He put on flesh and came down as Emmanuel, meaning God with us. And Jesus walked this earth in flesh, experiencing what we experienced. And for three years, three years out of his 30 plus years of existence, he had a ministry and his ministry was to heal, 
restore hope and he gave us redemption on the cross. He, he died on the cross and defeated sin. He has got us. And not only in defeating sin, you know, um, you know, he could have snapped his fingers and defeated it, but that's not what he did. He walked, he shared, he loved, and he, he died. It, it, you know, you know, he, he died or some, he took or he took a three day sleep or a nap or a siesta. And then he got up and he was awoken and refreshed. He was resurrected. And the biggest thing is we are told in the 25th chapter right here, I mean, the, the 24th verse of Jeremiah 31, those who feel tired and worn out will find new life and new energy. And when they sleep, they will wake up refreshed. Jesus got up that Sunday morning with all power, all power. Not a little bit, but all power. And this morning, understand that God has all power today. He is alive and he is well. And any situation that, he, that we face, he will wear out. He will, he will defeat. He will tie up. He will bind. Jesus has got us. God has got it. We just got to open up and take it to him. We got to unveil. We got to lift up the mask. We got to take it to him. We got to take whatever is bothering us, whatever's on our heart. We got to take it to God, leave it at the altar and know that he's got it. He's going to drown it in his redemptive blood. Jesus drank it in the garden of Gethsemane as he picked up that cup, as he was sweating, as the sweat got so heavy, it, poured, it formed his drips of blood. God took that cup, whatever you got, the dregs, all of, all of it, whatever you got, whatever you face, whatever you're dealing with, Jesus has got it. Know that. Believe that. God, our Father, we come to you at this point in time just saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We just uplift you in praise. We give you reverence and we we thank you for your holiness. And we just say, hey, God, everything that's on our heart, the things that are in our spirit, we give to you, God. We know that you've got it. And we say thank you for that. We say thank you for the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ. We say thank you for coming as Emmanuel, Jesus, God among us and dwelling on this earth. Thank you for so many examples of your miracle. Thank you for using, thank you for using murderers. Thank you for using prostitutes. Thank you for using tax collectors. Thank you for using the undesirable like us, God, to carry out your will, to carry out your glory. For that allows us to know that we are worthy, that we are your children and we are loved. In your name we pray, amen. Guys, it's been another um, it's been another moment on this podcast, and hopefully it's blessing you. Hopefully you take a chance to share with others and uh, provide feedback if you can. But more than anything, we just say, be you, do you, stay you. Take care.